Hey everyone, it's Paul Ward with the Home and Ranch Selling Team. The title of today's podcast is Seller Financing is Doable. And I do truly believe that seller financing is an option in many cases. And uh, people ask me all the time about seller financing. And uh, more often than not, it's not considered an option. But I believe that it is very easy and very doable. So first, I want to tell you a story, and then I will explain how it may work for you as a buyer or a seller. So currently, I am selling a beautiful ranch property here in Ventura County, California. It's a trust sale, uh, so the beneficiaries are the children of the owner who passed away. The main house is an amazing home uh, with spectacular views of the entire property and surrounding hills. Um, There are several acres of orchards attached to the property. And this particular property relies on county water, which is incredibly expensive. And if the orchard did not exist, it would certainly not be planted today. It takes several years for an orchard to mature. And in the meantime, there are, of course, water bills to pay. And so for this particular property, the water costs eat into any profits. And farm financing is not an option for the property because of the current water situation. Now, a buyer may be able to get a conventional home loan or certainly a hard money loan for the property, but those loans have their own challenges in this situation. Hard money is very expensive, and a traditional home loan typically doesn't work for properties above 10 acres that have a history of income generation. Now, in this particular case, uh, the neighbor has an affordable well, and he wants to expand his operation. So... If he does buy the property, the next-door neighbor, it could be a win-win for everyone. Now, the neighbor is offering a a significant amount for this property, uh, not the asking price, but he's offering a significant amount for the property with 10% down. He's asking the seller to carry the first mortgage at a 5.5% interest rate for five years, and this would be amortized on a 30-year schedule with monthly payments. And um, monthly payments would be made, with, and there'd be no prepayment penalty. So if he paid off the loan before five years, he would not, you know, he would not be, uh, there'd be no prepayment penalty. Now, um, in the five years that he's uh, borrowing money from the seller, he would extend his well water from his ranch to the new property next door. With the new, more reliable water, he can bring the orchard into maximum production and then secure farm financing. Um, Now, for the beneficiaries of the trust, the drawback is they are only going to see 10% of their big payout. They will need to wait five years for the balloon payment, but they will be getting a monthly check that includes 5.5% interest, and this, of course, is a much better interest rate than simply sticking their money in the bank. There may also be some tax benefits for the beneficiaries to seeing smaller payouts for five years before the balloon payment. I don't know the outcome of this story yet, um, but I still want to share it with you uh, to show how seller financing may work in this particular situation, and then, of course, how it may also work for you. If you are a buyer, it doesn't hurt to ask about seller financing. And, you know, invariably, the answer is going to be no, but sometimes it might be yes. And here are some situations when seller financing may be more likely than not. If a property has some quirks, 
um, if lenders don't like it for whatever reason, and those reasons can be fixed um, over time, seller financing may be an option. If the property has been on the market a long time, and for whatever reason the um, owner has not been able to sell it, but he's willing to, he or she is willing to carry paper, um, that might be an option. Also, if a seller doesn't owe much and has significant equity in the property, um, the seller may be willing to carry the note. And then also, if the appraisal comes up a little short, if the property is already in escrow and the appraisal comes up a little short, and the buyer and the seller need to compromise on the price, a seller may be willing to carry a small second mortgage to make up the shortfall. Now, of course, in that particular situation, it usually re- it leads to a renegotiation of the purchase price, but more often than not, there's a compromise and, um, you know, the seller might be willing to carry some paper in that situation. Also, vacant land is incredibly challenging to get financing. If you want to build your dream home, uh, seller financing on vacant land may be an option. And then you can seek conventional financing once the home is constructed and you have your, you know, your occupancy papers. Um, There are many different situations and options where seller financing can work for both parties. I'm just sharing with you uh, a real life current situation where seller financing may come into play. I don't know the outcome of this particular story yet, uh, but I just wanted to share it with you. And um, I'll certainly share the outcome with you on a future podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this little uh, message. Feel free to reach out, paul at homeandranchsellingteam.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, stay tuned next week for the next edition. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.